You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. Hello, welcome. This is Hunchy Henry Graves, and welcome to The Way. This is Martial Art Radio. We're on Culture Play, and today my guest is Wrenchy Michael J. Scott. Alfredo Ortiz and Logan Machetti. These guys will be talking to us today from anything about even going from the coronavirus into martial arts training and where we see martial arts going. How's everybody doing out there? Great, and getting better, sir. I'm doing well. Us. All right. Can you identify yourself for me, please, one at a time? I'm Sheon Michael J. Scott. Us. My name is Alfredo Ortiz. My name is Logan Marchetti. Us. Hey guys, welcome. Um, Shihan is, um, uh, wow, one of the best martial artists I've seen in this generation. He's located in Pennsylvania. And the other two young men that's on board are students of ours. And um, they're located in Orlando, Florida with myself. And um, we got today, we want to talk to these young men about martial art training, how they feel about the martial arts, where it's going, what they like most about it. And of course, Shihan, he's going to give us some insight on training and uh, a lot of other things, maybe even. Guys, um, one thing we're going to touch on that care of everybody out there to stay safe with this coronavirus going on. We don't know what it is and what it isn't, but everybody needs to stay safe. So we're going to open it up for Shihan. MJ, Michael J. Scott, to start the show, and you guys can chime in as you wish. Us, Sean. All right. Us, us, us. Good afternoon, everyone. Us. Michael J. Scott. Uh, as for the coronavirus, like with anything else, we practice safety precautions and procedures the way that are necessary. How does this come into the realm of the martial art? We do know that anyone that trains trains with the heart, trains with the mind, trains with the spirit. These things do not change. Uh, anytime that the world is in a pandemic or epidemic type of crisis, the call for all martial arts are to rally together. Our training and our discipline is based on principles of not only with war, but how to live. And how we live is demonstrated in our character and what we do in our homes, what we do in our community, and what we do for those that don't even know nothing about us. So as far as I am concerned and what the stance that I've taken is that the community that I've been working with up here in the Pittsburgh area, we're still continuing to work with the individuals the best way that we can. Uh, most individuals do understand that I am a practitioner of the martial way and most of my philosophy even in the church house is still based on the principles of the art of war and that art of war is to seek peace and to pursue it and by all means to preserve it That's pretty much what I have okay so you you two young guys how do you guys feel about your martial training and where are you seeing it going and what are you guys maybe thinking about the um, coronavirus? We'll start with the next highest ranking, which would be, uh, we, we call him Dragon. Um, this will be 
Mr. Alfredo. Um, I think that the Marshall Way is doing a good time in what it is that we are doing or what we are facing in right now. I always think that Marshall Way should always be practiced more than just in a dojo. It should be a continuous way of how you can see things and view things as long as participate in things so no, no matter what it is that's going on you always should hold on to let's say uh motto or your i guess your code or whatever however you want to represent yourself you know no, no matter what you should always try and and help out and always stay true to your martial way and your martial self um martial arts to me is it's a very nice nice thing there's a lot of people that you know nowadays anyone can be going on a bad way or on a wrong way and being in martial art it helps you discipline yourself and it helps your focus be on where it needs to be so you don't have to worry about necessarily starting a fight or going into something bad or anything because how you are with your sensei and how that dojo has impacted you with its rules and its models and its creed and its um, kun, you know, how, however way it's represented in your dojo is how it represents you. However you go out of the dojo is how you represent your dojo out to the world. Not yes. necessarily physically, but how you speak it and how you think of things. Yes. Now, how you feel about that, Koha? Uh, Wolverine? Uh, how I feel about the martial arts, it's very special to me, and I feel like it helped, helped, has helped me get through, like, some tough times by just, like, going outside and practicing my katas. It always helps calm me down, and having, being a part of this martial arts family is something really big and great, and I, that's something that I'm proud to be a part of. And being in the martial arts, you're always ready, no matter what, you're always on your toes, and as I joined the martial arts, I noticed that my awareness has gone up majorly and uh, I just feel like I'm ready for any situation that gets thrown at me and if I'm not I always have my dojo to help me go through that well, well we're, we're here for you as a family and uh, you guys um, um, well I know Dragon have met Shihan Scott you haven't met him yet but um, you're going to get an opportunity to meet him also he's um, man he's one of a kind and um, I'm, I'll tell you right now, once you meet him and you get to sit down and have a conversation with him, you'll never be the same after you leave his presence. You, that's something you will always remember. I want to throw this question at everybody out there. With your martial art training, what part of your training do you cherish more? Um, Shihan, would you want to comment first or you want the guys to comment? Yes.
interdependence. And what I mean by that, I didn't know it at the time. Because we were so young when we started. Us. What it was is that after I found I could do more than 10 push-ups and maybe 20 or 30 or 40 or 50, what had happened, it became something that wasn't just a physical attainment. It became a mental staple. And that mental staple bled over to the constitution of character that I heard one of these young men talk about. Yes. The surety of the fact that no matter what, win, lose, or draw, there's going to be a standing and a standard that stands. The martial arts has taught me to be able to walk with the crowd. It has taught me how to lead the crowd. It has taught me how to follow the crowd. And it has equally taught me to walk away from the crowd. The thing of it is is that what I have come to love in all of these years is the fact that I am resolute in my resolution with my relationship not only with myself but with the way. Us. Us. Okay. And the you young guys, somebody's breathing pretty heavy out there. Anybody tired? Having a problem? Us, go ahead. They got large nostrils. They got large nostrils. I can hear it really loud on the on their on their <laughs> on their speaker. <laughs> I don't know. It's like ah, ah. I'm like, uh oh, what's going on? I might have to call somebody for the coronas impure over there. Yes. Yeah, so um, let's go with um. Let's see. Well, let me give let me give um Dragon an opportunity to comment. Or oh, what do you like most about your training? What part of it you like most? For me, sir, um, definitely three things have helped me out a lot. It's helped me a lot, like Sean Scott said, with physical, with mental, and with spirit. To me, those three things are always going to be the most important things that I've ever learned from, from you, sir. I've learned how to exceed more than my normal, let's say, if the goal was to do a certain number of however many or of whatever like let's say do front and back all the stances front stands back stands cat stands horse stands whichever and to hold it in for training just to have that mentality to no matter what happens you know no excuses try and just do it if you can just dedicate five minutes and the next day try and dedicate five minutes or six minutes just mm-hmm. trying to add a little bit more numbers to keep on going and going and growing more because what you see what you think of is how it, it it implies on how you speak of i guess if if that was to be a, a right way of saying it if you can think of doing something then chances are you can't do it Oof. if you think of something that you can do your mind's going to play games with you and it won't allow you to do that thing that you want to do Yes. So being in the dojo with you, meeting Shihan Scott, meeting Wolverine, meeting everybody has taught me a lot of more than just, you know, um, physically. Physically, anyone can do whatever they have to do in order to be, I guess, to be strong. 
but it's not necessarily just being physically strong. It has to be also about being mentally strong and spiritually strong. Oof. You got to know Oof. when to keep on going and when to not keep on going. And for spirit, you know, like how Shihan Scott said, walking with the crowd, going away from the crowd, you can know, you know, if something's going in a good direction, then yes, by all means, you know, go forward. But if there's something that's going on, or there's a block, you know, sometimes it's there for a reason to mess with you, and sometimes it's there for a real reason, and that's when you need to back up and let it pass or let it go. You can't be like how everyone else where it says, no matter what, just go straight. You got to make your own way. You got to make your own um, path, your own set of obstacles that you yourself have to overcome, not what other people expect you to overcome. Be more than so a warrior. Be the standard. Be more yes, than sir. a warrior. Being with you has helped me a lot more. Myself. Thank you very much. What you say about that, Wolverine? Uh, what I think the most important aspect, as you tell me all the time, sir, it's not about just punching and kicking. Oof. It's about discipline and respect. I feel like that has helped me a lot. And discipline and respect is something that everyone should have and is more focused on in the martial arts. Because without discipline and respect, you do not know how to, you can't cooperate with other people, can't be nice, and first impressions are everything, and if that doesn't have any discipline or respect behind it, people aren't going to take you seriously. So I feel yes. like that will help me in a big part of my life, because everyone will now like see how disciplined and how respectful I am to them, and they will see that uh, I'm a good person and I know how to take on certain situations. And that's something we go over in the martial arts a lot. Yeah, but you know, let me tell you something. I've watched you um, days that Sumpa is not there, and you assume the position of that. And teaching with the young guys, you have really grown. You know, you two young men have grown a lot, but I've seen you come. And even though you're in your brown belt training aspect of your cycle now, it's not a brown belt attitude you have. You have a black belt attitude as well as Sumpa. Um, Alfredo, or we call him Dragon Loom. He, you guys, when I watch you guys in the dojo now that you know your hunchy's a little injured and getting old a little bit, I lay back and let you guys do your thing. And the most important thing, I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get MJ on this, Shihan on this too. Him and I, we would have never ever left our sensei. The day you get students, they want to leave the school or go to another school and train with other senseis just because they're looking for the shiny penny. Um, Shihan, what do you think about that? I mean, when we're coming up, um, Mr. Harold, or sensei, oh, sensei, I would call him, he just took us on his wings. And did we ever think about leaving him going to Leonard Jones School or going to East Coast Martial Arts or going anywhere like that? Did that even cross our mind? I mean, what what is that? Well, what had happened is during the era when karate was not cool, during the era that, uh, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it wasn't really, really even advertised in the movies when we started to right. study. Right. And so, and no Jackson, because he was a big man, as you know, part Cherokee and black, yeah. and six fingers on one hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, your boy, he was an intimidating-looking figure. Yes. You can believe that. Yes, really big but guy. what he taught us, or how he approached us in the martial way, was to bring us in under his wing and start speaking to us. 
else was passed on orally. And what he did was he developed a relationship with two young men. And he didn't demand respect, but respect was demanded due to the fact that he took the time with us. And so when the other schools start springing up, I remember you and I, if I am correct, Hansi, you and I, we felt kind of envious yeah. of those other people because they had a building, yeah. they had air conditioning, they had mirrors, they had uniforms, they had everything. And you and I, the only thing we had were those uh, $5 blue jeans that we got from Milkowitz and some Brokehead tennis shoes. Oh, I think they were Converse at the time. Uh, they and were truly tough. The only thing we had was a backyard or a tree or or, or, or some woods. Yeah. And then we were disgusted. Yeah. But at the same time, never did we consider that we were going to leave Master Jackson. Oof. Never did we consider. And we watched others come and go yeah come and go yeah. come and go and uh what he instilled was this a lot of times he used to tell us he said today this means nothing but in the tomorrows to come it will mean everything mm. and uh what he gave us was love yeah he gave us respect he told us in so many words, that all of life was about acceptance and understanding. And the only way that we wouldn't accept something, and the only way we wouldn't understand something, was due to the fact that we would be afraid of it. We'd be afraid to try. We would feel less than. We would feel nonplus. We would feel uneducated. We would feel dorky. But if we just looked to ourselves to let us know that our creation and who we were was exactly who we were and who we would be. And so what he did was he baked, baked us in an oven and he added the ingredients of attention and love and inspired us to do more. And it wasn't until a challenge came from another school Oops. by word on the street that Sensei Jackson allow us to release the beast and then we ourselves understood that what he taught, it didn't have any glamour, it didn't have any flash, what it had was the basis of reality. Yeah. Yeah, we, we walked the walk when we had the opportunity, but again, you know what? I look at you and I look at these two young men I got. I don't have to, you know, a lion don't have to be explained to nobody that's a lion. And that's how I look at you guys. I don't, you don't have to say you're a lion when you're a lion. You know what I mean? It's, it, it just, it's pure nature says that. And um, what we have here, Shihan, is two young men who don't have to tell people I'm a lion. When people see them perform, when they see them coming to the dojo when a young student see them they look up to these two young men and these two young men are learning like we learned me and you the two young men we learned how to take control 
of situations. I remember times when I saw you take three people apart and then brush them off and say, hey, I'm sorry, I hate to do that to you. And then they apologize to you for you kicking their butt. Uh, wow. You know what? You're supposed to forget. <laughs> I know, but I, I, I understand that. But I'm just letting them know also that we never used our art to start anything. But we were always there to finish it when we had a whole school want to come against you and me. And we were supposed to have cavalry, and who was there? Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, numbers don't mean anything. But what we, what we give our students is the attitude to let them know that they can accomplish anything. Some of them have to grow into it. You know, it may take a little longer than others. But what we're passing on to these young men is the idea that I am a warrior. I am a martial artist. I am a human being. Everybody that God made, they're human. There's no particular style because I don't have three legs and four arms and two heads. So I am what I am. Though when it's come time to do, I don't pit. It hits for me. I don't kick. It kicks for me. I react as if water on a rock. Although I'm soft, I can still wear away the rock. So the part of martial arts that I like is the philosophy part. The spiritual id that tells me God put me here for a specific reason. To be part of people look at me to see what Christians or what he is about. And in a martial way in our dojo, what we do with our children is make sure that they understand only thing greater than them is God. And everything else Everything else is equal. You're no better than no one else. I don't care what they are, what you think they are, what they may appear to be. So the other part I like to know, do um, do you enjoy weapon more than empty hand kata? Do you enjoy um, knife throwing? I mean, that's weapons. But what part of the dojo do you or do attract you that, that makes you is it the sparring because I know what we did we sparred in what tennis shoes and kicked each other over bitches yep. I mean we whooped each other man we actually whooped each other behind and we were really close we're like brothers I love you man and it's like I, I, I was like I, I would say to myself I go home and go man he kicked my you know <laughs> man I gotta get better and I can hear the old sensei saying practice practice we 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 kicked through the basement door of my house. We had <laughs> man, listen. We got in trouble. For we that got in one. trouble for that. I know, but anyway. Yes, we did. Anyway, what I mean, um, I put this one to um, Wolverine. Wolverine, what part of the martial art aspect is, do you like weapons better than empty hand, or do you like sparring, or you like kata? Hey, well, for that one, sir, I'm gonna have to go with weapons. <laughs> I love, love, love my katana, and I love, I like it more than empty hands. I just love the way it feels in your hand, and I feel like the katana, the weapon, the katana, I'm very respectful to it. Yes, you are. what techniques we go over with it. Us. I don't feel like it's a tool. I feel like it's a part of me. Us. I can use, and it's mine. Us. And I'm, I'm Shihan, you got to see these two young men use it, but you, Logan... Is it was Wolverine? He loves his katana. I'ma tell you that for sure. Us, I mean, when I say yes, and um, so okay. Now, Loom, 
or dragon, which one do you like? What part of the martial arts do you like? And why? I'm a little bit in a conundrum, sir. I'm half Kabuto and half sparring. Okay. But what, what, hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you it's like this. Okay, I'm going to tell you like this. I love sparring because that's all I really came up to do, right? But I love the philosophy part of the martial arts. I am a sparring person. <laughs> I, I love sparring. Us. I've seen you spar. I've seen you use the kabuto. I've seen you use, you know, all kind of different things, you know. But every time I see you use the weapon, the um, aku or the or, it, you, um, you just take that to another level. To me, you have to see that, um, Shihan. It's it's. So he's saying he's he 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 likes both of them equally. I don't know. And um, Shihan, which one does you like? Do you like? What part of it do you like? Fighting. Fighting. Yes, that's what we knew, right? <laughs> that's what I we knew. I love fighting. <laughs> that's, fighting. What we, that's what we do. I was trying to tell fighting. them that we we liked, we liked the fight. We would knock people asses out. Excuse Oh, I can't say it on the radio. We would knock people out. <laughs> we were actually, you know, for real. Yeah, sparring was our thing, man. They, I told them, so you guys come from a fighting school, guys. This is this is what your your hunchy no. This is what we we're learning these katas and we learning this kabuto. But what we do is we, when they come put their foot on the mat and talk about I challenge you. We was like God loves us. We're gonna get a chance to <laughs> to practice our skill. <laughs> we're gonna fight. Yeah. We're gonna fight. And and what it was was back in the day. There was no three minute round. Oh heck! No. What's that? No, you fight. Or you three points. Or three points. <laughs> no, no, three points. <laughs> I remember the first tournament. I remember the first tournament we went to. <sighs> and uh, <laughs> well, I don't. I know I did not place. Well, the first tournament because I I, I, I couldn't understand the three point system. Uh, exactly. Three point. Right there, I hit them. I'm supposed to keep on hitting. <laughs> and uh, I mean, but but now I'm gonna tell you something. That's very, very important. Us. There's a difference between karate do and brawling. Yes. Karate is spoken. Look, karate, when the badoka executes style and precision movement, it's a format of art, poetry in motion. Mm. It's, it, it's not brawling. There's grappling, yes. There's grappling, there's judo, yes. But it is poetry in motion. If the poetry is lost, there is no authorship or ownership. And what I mean by that is we cannot be afraid to get hit. No. No. We learned technique by knowing that the difference between a hit and a miss is exactly that. Be it a mile or be it a fraction of a fraction. Us. Us. And we learn to move in synchronization with movement coming to us. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't use or like weapons. I love the bow. Us. I love all wood yes. work. Well, that's 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 how I'm afraid of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, woodwork. Yeah. 
Well, I'm, I'm more like I'm more like Wolverine. I like I like my katana. I, I like my sword. Yeah. I like my throwing knives. I love my shurikens, you know. But, bruh, I mean, when it comes to sparring, I, I love. I used to love that. And um, you know, when when I talk about this, and I ask you guys these questions about what part you like the most, I know as being a martial artist, you have been faced with some challenges. And I'm gonna let the young guys go to this first because I want. I like to know what happened. Or can you recall an incident in your short period on this earth that the martial art played a important outcome in your decision you made to do or not do? Can you remember any situation like that? Either one of you guys. Yes, sir. What What was it? Do you care to share it or no? I was, I'm in middle school, so there's obviously people who like to talk smack and stuff, right? Okay. And as someone was talking smack to me and being very rude and stuff, and saying he wanted to fight me and stuff, and instead of antagonizing him and going on with this, I said, hey, listen, I don't want to fight you, but if I must, I will. Just understand that. And I left it at that. Okay. And he didn't talk to me no more, because he knew what was up. Okay. And... I felt like martial arts helped me understand that because if I wasn't in martial arts, I would have just kept saying something, kept texting him back, kept giving him a response. That's what he wants. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. have to think about the rational decisions Oops. and learn what you train and put it in motion. Oops. Very good. Oops. Oops. And what about you there, um, Loon? <clears throat> what you're saying, sir, about and is it, do you mean the same thing like as for as for Wolverine, sir? Well, yeah, a as situation, a decision, yeah, a, a decision to do or not do. It could be fighting. It could be maybe um, you could have a situation where you could uh, take money um, off the off the table and they said, "No, I won't do that." You know, just something that made a made you say, "Nah, that you know, no." Oh, yes. There's been a couple of um, of incidents, sir, between. Some fights, some groups, some money off the tables. A lot of stuff has um, happened while I was with you in, <clears throat> at the time at the, with the dojo and everything, like how I am now. Mm -hmm. So some stuff has happened to me before, but I've never fallen, I guess, into that desire of theirs. I remember in our creed, we say... I will say no to drugs. I will respect all life. Yes. That, it's not necessarily in, the, in that exact order, but that part of the creed is something that I try to I try to keep or I try to fulfill in every little thing that I make. Mm -hmm. I remember before when before I met you, sir. Not to sound, you know, like all that or anything. I remember before I used to get into some fights. And I remember a lot of bad stuff used to happen. Not that I was a bad kid that went into bad stuff. It's just a lot of kids back then, they would try and pick on me or they would try to say something about my parents. Okay. And me, I am very prideful about my parents. Yes. Me, I don't care what you say about me. I could care less. 
but you don't you disrespect my parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when a lot of people found out about that, they would say something. And at that point, I would I would never try to fight them at school. I would try to fight them somewhere else. And sometimes I would win, sometimes I would lose. But I always told myself, I want to be better at responses. I don't want to feed into like a negative, I guess, attraction or feed off a negative energy or anything. I want to be good, you know. If something happens, I need to learn to let go. Mm-hmm. I need to learn to just move it to the side and just try and move on. I know where my parents are. They mean the world to me. I love them to death. When someone says something bad, then, you know, yes, I will I will probably say something like, hey, you know, you don't know him. Don't say that. But I, I need to learn how to not be as... I guess, hot-headed as I used to be. And when I first met you, you saved me from a very dark place, sir. And so I, I, I get my hat off, I throw my hat off to you. You helped me in so many different ways. I see you as something way more than just as a sensei, sir. More yes. as a hunchy. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. I think that's one of the um, things that every sensei would hope that he would do for his um, students. Um, man, I mean, just hearing you say that and seeing where you came from, you know, when you first walked in the dojo, you always been a good practitioner, always put your heart in it. And, um, same thing with, um, the other guys, you know, um, we all always stayed pretty positive. We're the kind of people that are, but I do remember one incident with, um, MJ, um, we were, um, I don't know where we were going somewhere and somebody decided they was going to try me, you know, and MJ, I'm, I'm talking about Michael Jane Scott, Scott. Sheehan. He stepped in and just, he resolved the situation. Just, I'm going to put it to you guys like that. And at that point, I looked at him like, you know, as my big brother, even though I'm older than him. You need to realize that, and um, and and that um, it teaches us the martial art teaches us that that you don't have to be blood to be brothers. I love this man like my brother right beside me, and we have done we have been through some things together that um, man, I tell you some of the things I can talk about, some things I can't talk about, but we've been there for each other, and he's definitely been there for me, you know, and um. It's just, that's what the martial art is. It's building strength and character. You know, I'll tell you one thing. If I do wrong, I know I did wrong. If I do right, I know I did right. The most important thing that I think I've learned from being a martial artist is that the teachings of God, Jesus, touches us, tells us that he is the final judge. And can nobody claim that they're better than you, no matter what people may say of you, may think of you. We all are equal. Therefore, God says, if you come to me and say, hey, forgive me for my sins, you are forgiven of whatever it is you've done, and you are a new creature. And I know that in the martial arts, we get to a point where we, um, we, we're all about punching and we're all about kicking and we're all about doing the, the, the weapons and we're all about doing this, that, and the other. But when I see you two young men, when you see, when those two, when those six or eight little guys come in there and you guys are on the floor and you tell them to stop doing something and they stop and look at you and, and you, 
you realize what we've seen in our instructor and what you guys, I realize what you guys see in me. And therefore, um, Shihan, I think we have a legacy that will be carried on years after we're gone with these two oh, young representatives, um, that they will oh. continue the Marshall way. And if it's only with their own children or if it is in another school setting or in the dojo that's there or wherever it may be one day, I, I see that um, the future of Kamahashi is going to be strong. And um, and I'm going to let Shihan tell you a little bit about the Because what we do, we interact our systems. Can you tell me a little bit about the name of your system or our system or the, the system. system? What Master Jackson taught, it originally came from Cubicle Shinkai Can. He ranked into that. And whenever I left Master Jackson, whenever I got old, what I did was I went and I enrolled in Cubicle Shinkai Can, found out about that. And of course, it was the faction from Shotokan. What? Over the years of researching what Master Jackson taught us, I came up with a system that is known as Daoshin Mu, which is the wave channeled energy. Because what Sensei Jackson taught us was not only physical techniques, but mindset, spiritual setness, and also social responsibility. Daoshin Mu, what it does is it uses force against force, it uses force with giving away, and it also uses the hard and the soft styles of Q Kushinkai Ken and Peng Shudo. So what I found that over the years, what I'm doing right now, I am developing the systematic approach in pinpointing energy sources. It leads to a lot of other things. What the martial arts has opened up for me is different areas that I was able to work in, in the medical field itself, also in some portions of law enforcement, to find out the extensiveness of these techniques and the things that we're doing. So Tao Xun Wu is interpreted of the way of channeled energy. Oof. And what it does is it allows us to do what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, no matter how we feel about it, or if we feel that more needs to be done, it neutralizes the fight plan. And it brings it down that there could be a sense of reasoning. The word tells me that God said to man, come let us reason together. Tao Shen Wu, what it allows me to do is to bring it down a notch to the point that the question be asked, can we not reason through? And from that point on out, whatever the attacker or the opponent does, it's reciprocated and topped off again. So with that being said, um, Loom, where do you see yourself going in the martial arts? Where do I see myself going into the martial arts? Side? Yes. What do I see? What do you see yourself? What approach are you looking to get from the martial way, from martial arts? And what direction do you uh, want to go in? Us. Honestly, sir, I see myself. I see myself trying to grow better. That's I guess. 
guess the simplest way that I could probably say I can see myself working to try and be better with how I am mentally and how I how I am socially and more I guess thinking about situations. Okay. I, I want to be better in a way of alertness and in a way of I guess calmness. Okay. Me personally I see myself going in as advancing and getting one day you know, God hoping get a black belt, be a sensei, carry on the system that you've taught me and how and that you've taught Loom Wolverine sorry <clears throat> that you've taught me and that you've taught Wolverine and honestly just try to just keep on showing in that sense of sense of mind. Knowing that there's a time to do stuff and there's a time to let stuff be. I wanna be known as a person who knew when to do things and when not to do things. I want to be calm, but I want to be hurt, I guess, in a way. Okay. And um, Wolverine, Logan? Uh, I see my, in the future, I see myself advancing and becoming the black belt. And even beyond that, I always want to keep this skill with me. I never wanted to just depreciate. Now, as soon as you stop practicing, those skills depreciate. But no matter how old I get or what age or if I even separate, which will not happen, but I will always keep practicing. I always want to keep the awareness, the psychability, that mindset, the respect I have for the karate and the dojo and everyone else to stick with me throughout life because I feel like it's one of the most important skills I've picked up, and I feel like I'm really lucky to become part of this community. Us, you know, um, um, Shion, when we when we listen to these two young men talk, what do we remind you of? Mine is, mine is about 40, close to 50 years ago. <laughs> Don't say it like that. Well, well you, you know, the great thing about martial arts, country is it's the truth. It's, it's not going away. It's not going away. The truth away. always resides. Yeah. And even though it convolutes and even though it uh, evolutes, this is evolution. What we, as old schools, must bear in mind is that the new fruit will develop in its own. But the root system will always remain the same. Yes. The young men sound yes. very, very notable. That I look forward to meeting them yes. in the time of due season. Hey. And remember, Shihan fights. Yeah. Shihan does fight, guys. Yes. He, 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 I'm, I'm telling you now. Believe me. And it's a, it's a champion know, down here. There's a champion down here by right. the name of Mike Bell that might believe that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, hey, Sean Scott and him. Mike yeah, Mike fights too, you know. So I'm saying, but yeah. you know, we're, we've been very lucky to become in the age that we came into the martial arts, even if it was 50 years ago, um, Shihan. We're lucky to come yeah. into that 
time frame when we did when Bruce Lee was out there and coming upon, you know, I could argue with people and people could argue with me. You know, some may say, well, Bruce Lee was just a, a dancer. He was just uh, an actor. He was one thing I can tell you, no matter what you may say about him, he brought the martial arts to the, fr the forefront and he made an awareness and he made a movement in the world that made the martial arts um, a little bit more recognizable. And he also did things that, you know, at one time, um, Chinese or Japanese or whatever, Orientals wasn't teaching whites, wasn't teaching blacks and things like that. But he didn't care about that. You know, anybody who wanted to learn and that was honest in their learning and training, he went on and let that happen. With our sensei, we were lucky because um, sensei, oh, sensei, he didn't play with nobody. You know, and when he took you under his wings, you was a part of the fold. And if you messed up, he treated you like you, you was his son. And he loved you okay. and he cared about you. But you was going to be the kind of representative of his system or his style or his way that people would be proud to say that's one of old Jackson's students. That's sensei's student. Because Master Jackson, he trained originally under Q Koshinka Kan when it came to the country. A Kyukushin Kaikan with the Japanese hand on it is that they wanted to endorse coming to America and making money. So they took all types of students just for the money. However, they utilized the students as crash dummies yeah. for the Japanese students. Yep. Master Jackson kicked their whole card and went to the private training room where they trained at and he created an access point that he could watch them train. And one, when he got tired of being the crash dummy, he demonstrated some of the techniques that were unknown yes. to the populace. Yes. And of course, he had to get somewhere quickly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's the story behind that. Yes. So, your guys, you remember your lineage with us. You came from a very powerful individual who definitely knew his way around the martial arts, but also this individual was one of the people that out there and seen some injustice, and he got justice, and he brought it to justice. And we are representative of that, even though we may call it something different. It is still martial way. It is still governed by a sense of principles that to be first who you are and stand for the right is more important than just taking advantage and getting over. You know, there's no shortcuts to this. And um, again, I would say to anyone out there listening, if you are listening or you come across this recording, if you were a sensei and your sensei have helped you to get to a certain point in your life, you need to honor that. When you dishonor that and you move on, because you think it's going to make you better rewarding. And, you know, titles are fine. Well, don't get me wrong. Titles are okay. Titles are cool. But when you disrespect what got you to the dance, you're not going to be known as a respectful person. And the people in the martial arts that stand up for these things will tell you such in such a manner. They might not say it out and out like that. But they're going to put it in a way that you're going to make thought to that. So with these guys that we got um, training and in our dojos and things like that, um, Shihan, I think we've been really blessed 
to have these two young men come apart and come together and then grow and learn. If they know anything else, I'm hearing them say the same thing over and over again. What they got out of the martial arts is what we got out of it even 50 years ago. A sense of respect, a sense of fair play, a sense of doing the right thing, a sense of knowing when and when not to do things, and a sense of being healthy and staying that way. And remembering, guys, I want you guys to remember this, and I think Sean can back this up for a minute and um, say this also. We want you guys to understand that we understand that you're both young men and you are subject to make mistakes. And if you do make a mistake, we just want you to own it. Just That's own it. Us. That's it. That's it. That's the true sign of maturity yes. and advancement. Own it. Yes. And what I mean by own it, if you're going to cry, go ahead and cry. If you're going to feel bad, go ahead and feel bad. But don't be calling for your mama. Yes. Don't be calling for your daddy. Don't be getting mad at no one because they won't come see you because you're unseeable. Mm-hmm. Own it. That's it. Own the space. And in misery and suffering, it will pass. Yes. And the sun will shine again. Yes. And that's... Yes. And... Um, uh, guys, for you guys out there, Radio Line, this is Culture Play Radio, and thank you guys at Culture Play and uh, for allowing me to be on the station with you with all these wonderful martial artists today. And just with the two young men, you guys, um, um, Alfredo, how old are you? I'm 18, sir. And the wisdom that's coming from an 18-year-old man, we call him Loon or Dragon. And Logan, we call him Wolverine. How old are you? He's 14 years old, and the wisdom, listening to these young men speak, um, you guys out there, you know, we're located at 2345 East Michigan Street in Orlando, Florida, but that's not all. We also want you guys to know that there's a place in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with the same doctrine and teaching, and it's under the leadership and guidance of Sheehan, Michael J. Scott. You can get the same principles, the same ideologies the same weaponry, the same movement that we're giving you here in Orlando. It's just that um, the way that the martial arts to us as a group, us four that's on the radio right now, it means that a way of a lifestyle to live and also the sharing and to be that part of something that is bigger than us. Um Anytime you guys would like to come down, if I'm not there, I would have um, um, Loon there or Dragon there. If Loon is not there, I would have Wolverine there. Um, and with those two young men there training on the floor, and you get to see the way they carry themselves, you'll see why you know we're so proud. And we don't have a lot of students. It ain't about quantity. It's about quality in our dojo. And um, a lot of our students, you know, they come and they, they some of them um, may even venture off. But the ones that are true to the calling will stay and pass on because this is what we do. We don't get what we want and then we leave it. We get it and we teach it and we grow another crop of good people, good individuals, good martial artists. Because we want the whole community as a whole to be safe and understand the the, the martial art way. That's why we call it the way. That's a kind of martial way. And um, Kahamashi is 
just what it is. It's learning of all these aspects. Us? Us. Us. Um, Shion, is anything you'd like to tell us uh, before you close? Young men, continue on. It is a way. It's a lifetime adventure. Started with the truth, end with the truth. Oh, boy, I got the us. Um, now, um, what about you, um, Loom? Yes, sir. You have anything to say to the people out there you'd like to say to them? No, sir. I think everything that was said during the um, here, I think this is for people who want to see. I think this could be a good chapter for them to start opening and the next page is like something new. And Wolverine, is it anything that you would like to say to the people out there in Radio Land? Uh, I don't think so, sir. I think we covered everything. Remember, this is Culture Play Radio. Um, guys, I will send you all the guys the link to that. And um, we're still working on the future that you guys can have a call and answer section because we may have a thing where the young teenagers and young men and older men could call in and talk to MJ and call in and talk to HG and talk to you young guys also and ask you questions about the martial arts. In the meantime, guys, we're, we're working on a, a way that we can podcast to you guys. Not podcast, I mean um, online training. If this thing get even worse, that we can still go online, like something like um, Zoom or, or Skype or um, YouTube TV streaming or whatever, and maybe um, um, MJ can get on that too, and we can all, he could teach a class, I could teach a class or video a class and show you guys different things. Um, I would like for you guys to see what he built in his yard. It's something that unbelievable. The striking um, area that he got to practice on, I mean, it would, uh, I, well, I, I know one person to see it that would be on it all day. I don't even think I got to say no more than that. But it's so unlike anything I've ever seen. It got these rubber tires around it. <laughs> and it got this metal, it got this cement post in, in four different directions on the ground. And it's put in the ground, a big telegraph pole. I, I've never seen nothing like this in my life. And you stand on this these cement beams and you practice your art on the beams or in between the beams and you man, I mean, this is enough to look at to make you tired. I remember the day we were there putting it in the ground. And um and Pops and, and of course Pops was um um that day, remember he was um he was guiding us on how to do it and told us how bad we look and how, how weak we look <laughs> trying to lift it, you know. And at ninety something years old at the time, well was he a hundred? What how old was he? He's 97. He's 97. And at 96, I think, or 90, 96 or 95, 95. at 95, 95, he was showing us what he could still do. And I was like amazed. Like, you know what, man? We got to get with it. You know, wow. You know, but anyway, guys, remember, age ain't nothing but a number. And the only limit you put on yourself is a limit you put on yourself. Because you can go wherever you want to go in this life. You know, and what I got to say to everybody out there is that um, I thank you that you guys are just being aware that the martial training is a good thing to do. And we look, I look forward to seeing you guys. Um, uh, also, I have to tell you, um, the um, tournament for April the 18th has been canceled. The community centers are not letting anybody have any 
thing going on. So it looks like our big event is going to be in August. If everything clears up, it will be August the 15th, Hall of Fame dinner, August the 16th, and things like that. And I'll send out more details on that later as they come. But um, in closing, I'd like to say thank you all. And um, we are presently working on the video. Um, um, Wolverine and I worked on it Saturday. Um, Loon and I worked on it last night. Um, Wolverine, me and Dragon worked on some things last night. And we'll be going to Dakota. And um, Sheehan Scott is going to have to get a copy of everything we do. And I want him to oversee and look at that also. And, you know, we will just disperse that to you guys also for helping making that come true. You will have your own personal copy of it. And it's for you guys to keep and to, you know, use as you see fit also. Us? Us. Okay, us. Well, that's what I got to say. I got to say thank you all again for being a part of this. And my last closing words to every one of you guys are Domo. How you got the us? The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. 
Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. 